Hey, Hound Dogs, I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And welcome to On the Air with Power Squared. Uh, this week we have uh, live from Anime West, Kurt Zauer, the creator of uh, KG Comics, and he currently has a Kickstarter going. Uh, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, we've, we've never had anybody live from a con before, so it's kind of cool. <laughs> um, so tell us, tell us what, what, what you're doing there. Well, I'm I'm uh, I've got a uh, artist alley table. I'm selling my first three issues along with prints, uh, uh, original art, uh, metal covers, the whole the whole nine yards here. Okay, and this runs through the weekend, or is today the last day, or the first day, or what? Yeah, today's the first day. It runs all the way through Sunday. Okay, so uh, we just met <laughs> about three or four <laughs> minutes ago. Um, so. You approached us about well first about your Kickstarter and then about being on the show, and uh, we support the Kickstarter. I'm looking forward to getting the uh, PDFs. Um, so, how did you find out about us again? Um, uh, a cover artist I work with, her name's Mog Park, and her husband uh, Mel uh, referred me to you guys. He says that you had a great show, um, and. Uh, uh, you would be the ones to talk to, to to try to get on. Okay, great. No, it's fine. Uh, we're happy somebody thinks we have a great show. <laughs> there it goes. Thank you. All right. All right. Should be good now. Okay. Uh, so tell Sorry. us a little bit about yourself. Where do you live? Where'd you go to school? I live in the Chicagoland area. I, uh, I went to school in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Um, I was uh, in the National Guard for a little, little over 30 years. Wow. Uh, I'm currently, so uh, 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 yeah, I deployed three times. Uh, really enjoyed uh, 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 my time as a National Guardsman. Really miss it. Um, uh, but now I'm, I'm still doing my full-time job in IT and, and slowly working my way into the, to the world of comics. Okay, so yeah, I was gonna ask you. Uh, do you have a, you have a day job, obviously? Yep, yep. Uh, Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, well, I understand that too. Yeah, I'm ready for the artist life. I really am, to be honest. Yeah, it's a tough one though. Um, so, um, what was your favorite comic book growing up? Ooh, I'd have to say uh, I was a big X-Men fan. When I was a kid, at that time, it was uh, uh, Mutant Massacre and uh, uh, um, Inferno. You know the 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 big the, the big events at that time and the tie-ins. Uh, I really enjoyed. Um, uh, probably yeah, X Men. X Men definitely my favorite as a kid. Does that influence what you're doing now? Uh, it it does. It it will. I'm not really. Uh, I haven't created a team yet, but eventually I hope to get there. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, I was also, you know, ever since like fifth grade, I was, I've been a gamer. I've been a Dungeons and Dragons player, uh, you know, role-playing games. I, I grew up on them and, and I think that's really a big part of, of, uh, uh, where my stories come from and just, just where I get ahead for stories that, you know, and characters. So, um, yeah, uh, role-playing games have been a big, a big part of my, my, uh, my writing 
you know, the, the, the education, basically, for writing. So, what made you decide to do your own comic book? Uh, well, geez, I had, uh, I had all these ideas. I've, I've always enjoyed um, ancient Egypt and uh, the mythology and the history, and I wanted to have a, a character from that time period. And, you know, I was bouncing off my friends, my gaming friends for so long, and they just said, you know, do it, man, pull the trigger. And uh, I did. That was like 2016. Um, I met some artists in Artist Alley, and uh, and I also knew that I would be leaving the National Guard soon, so I kind of wanted something to fill that void to keep me busy, to uh, keep me moving, creative, keep my mind sharp. So... Uh, so yeah, I pulled the trigger. I did a, a, a short 12-page black and white issue back in 2016 from with an artist that I met at Artist Alley. I don't know if you if you if you know Sajad Shaw. No. No, uh, there's a but, lot of people we don't know. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of great artists out there. You can fill and, a convention uh, floor with the people we don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, he and I collaborated, and 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 it was just so much fun. So from there, I I went on to a full uh, a full color 32 page issue with a different artist I had met at a show uh, locally here in Illinois. Mm-hmm. So uh, has Spectrus and Sabanian? Sabanian, yes. Sabanian. Uh, is that the first? Is that the first book you've done? Correct. Okay. Yes. And so, and you've been doing this since 2016? Yes, off and on. Um, like I say, I deployed a few times in there uh, with the guards. So, um, you know, it's been it's been off and on, but, but steady. Okay. Um, so you have four issues out now? Correct. The fourth one is currently live on Kickstarter. Right. Um, are, you, are you working on the fifth one already, or are you just... Yes, my uh, uh, script, well, I'm probably about 10 pages into the script, and my, my artist, he's, he's always hungry, so uh, <laughs> I, I, he, he wants to look even before the editor has had a chance to look at it, so I, I always tell him, hey, look, this might change, but he, he's hungry anyway, he wants it, so, so he's got it, and he's, uh, he's sketching it out, too. He actually has a book uh, that's kickstarting himself right now. Uh, it's called Cloud Raider Tales, and uh, it's something. It's like a 65-page graphic novel, something that he's been working on for a long time. His name's Topper Helmers, really super guy and a great artist. Okay, so um, let's talk a little bit about your process. So you you write the script. You said you have an editor. Yes, yes, and no. Uh, the, the last the last issue I used an editor. Um, um, this one I'm kind of editing myself. Uh, uh, let's just say that when I started issue one, I I kind of kicked myself uh, uh, in retrospect. You know, I was trying to build a book from scratch, and um, you know, editors cost money. Yeah. And I should have kicked out that extra bit of money to get an editor for my first few issues. But um, uh, I think I'm going to complete this first uh, story arc 
and then uh, when it comes to the trade paperback, I'm going to get a get an editor and, and kind of rescript the whole the whole shebang and and uh, and re-release it in a, in a trade. Yeah, we we just recently did that ourselves. We had a Kickstarter uh, in April. Yeah. Uh, through uh, an online printer, Artith Merrick, and we it was the first five issues which. We're personally very tired of. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. And so we had already done a graphic novel or a trade paper of, of that hardback of that five issues, and so they wanted to do it again, and so we went through and sort of rewrote a lot of the dialogue, and because the artwork we couldn't, you know, it would be too expensive to redo. So right. We redid the uh, some of the dialogue and. Yeah. Well, like 96 out of 100 pages or whatever we changed yeah. a little bit on so we understand that process when you try to make it better and then move on and never look back again, sort of. yeah yeah exactly i mean and and then you know to for that trade paperback you kind of give your readers a a, a fresh look you know right. a new a new maybe a smoother read a, a, a fresh read yeah yeah no i'm looking forward to that so you have an artist, or just and do they do everything, or do they just do the pencils, inks, colors? Uh, yeah. yeah, my my artist Topper Helmers, he's uh, he does the pen and inks, and then I have a colorist. His name's Wesley Wong, and he's also local here in the Chicago area. And uh, a, a big a big win for him. He colored uh, Wonder Woman Historia issue number two. Wow, which which was. Uh, you know, I was really happy for him that he's he's on that radar now. So, so uh, yeah, his colors are are pretty amazing, and I'm 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 really lucky to have him on on the team on the book. Okay, and then somebody else letters it for you, or did you, you do that yourself? Uh, yeah, I originally had Wes Loker um, lettering, and then he has he's kind of gotten involved in in his own projects. I think it's called Unit 44. And so now I've been running with uh, SK, uh, an Aussie guy that, that's uh, been doing a fantastic job. It's one of the things we've, uh, is amazing is that you do a lot of stuff. That we, we've never met our artist in person. We've, and we've used her for like 13, no, 17 issues. Yeah. Yeah, we've only, wow. yeah. Wow. Well, she lives in, she lived uh, in Georgia and then Pennsylvania, so we've, Actually, you know, we've we've seen her, we've talked to her, but we've never actually met her. So it's it's weird that you could do business with people for years and actually never see them, yeah, meet them, I guess. Um, so tell us about Spectrus and Sabanian. Okay, it's a uh, it's a supernatural thriller, kind of in the vein of uh, Constantine or uh, uh, you know, like a, a kind of a Cullen Bun flavor to it, maybe. Uh, Spectris is the ghost of Cleopatra's top assassin living, uh, that she's lived so long, she's lived into the modern era uh, she's, uh, she's kind of enacted a plan, she's, she's ready to rejoin the world of the living um, and, uh, but she needs her, her partner, her associate Sabanian, who is a demon uh, like a fiery burning, whirling engine of destruction uh, the two of them are are bound by an ancient curse so one of them can't really neither of them can really exist without the other so as spectris pushes her way back into the realm of the living she's got to drag sabanian along with and and figure out how to handle him so 
uh, she initially in the in the opening part of the story she's breaking him out of a prison for supernatural threats called containment facility four okay and uh, she wants to go down without any violence because she has feelings for the captain of security there but things don't go as planned and and that's kind of where the story begins okay so is Spectra's based on on somebody in Egyptian mythology or did you just make this whole thing up uh yeah I kind of well um you're allowed it's okay <laughs> yeah no I did make her up but I kind of got the idea that uh you know uh the story of 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 Antony and Cleopatra that they were they were kind of in a war of of words with Rome and um and it was it was most likely discussed between Cleopatra and Anthony that they would potentially send an assassin to kill Octavian was the uh, who who later became Caesar Augustus right. so um, so I thought about that you know if you could uh, you know and, and from a military aspect too imagine you had that mission to to go kill an emperor and, and prevent an invasion so that's a that's a mission that's basically your your entire country is on the line and uh, if you fail you know what would that it's kind of that task left undone that that uh, that is where ghosts come from you know so um, that's kind of my motivator there uh, I, I like to play with pieces of history and and, and uh, you know kind of give them a supernatural tweak um. So, this is the fourth book. So, um, and I'm—I backed your Kickstarter, so I'll get the PDF, so I'll be able to catch up. But what makes what part of the story? Or I mean, you said this is the story arc. Are you—is this the four-parter, five-parter? Um, most one? likely, most likely six. And and thank you, thank you so much for backing. I appreciate that. Sure. Uh, but this part of the story, um. Kind of, you know, the first three issues uh, are the jailbreak from the from containment facility four, and this issue slows down a little bit and kind of gives a little backstory. Uh, the the character Spectris is has freed Sabanian and has kind of enacted her plan to to keep him in check, um, but uh, she's also hoping to make a human connection. She she uh, kind of enlisted a. Uh, a college student, a friend, to help her with the escape, at least the last part of it. And uh, she promises to tell her story. And in issue four, she kind of unravels the story to her uh, of her last days alive in ancient Egypt. But uh, I kind of play with that a little bit in that the last day, her last days are rather horrible and she uh, conceals quite a bit of the truth um, in the narration, but the, the, uh, the action in the in the panels shows what actually happens. I see. So you, you you see what happens, but she's telling sort of a different story. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. So you said she had a, somebody from college helped her. Yeah. A, uh, her name's Cheska Villanueva. She's a uh, 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 Filipino uh, Filipina uh, history student, and the, kind of their their game their their goal is to join this team of badass archaeologists, you know, all these kind of militant history fanatics that uh, go out and retrieve looted artifacts from bad people. So they all want to be on this team. And, you know, they've all got some military background. The, the, the 
the dean of, of history there is a former Gurkha. Um, and uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm playing a little modern Indiana Jones there as well. <laughs> so you get to throw in some of your experience as a National Guardsman? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I work in a little bit of uh, PTSD issues in the in the opening in the opening books and you know some of the things you know I I, I won't say that I've been in combats but uh, a lot of my friends have been and they've dealt with things so um, you know I, it's something I touch on in the book uh, lightly as well okay um, so judging from your website you're doing a lot of conventions yes yeah it's kind of my uh, my way to get out of the house (laughs) (laughs) i really need to get out of the house so yeah yeah okay um so are you concerned at all about covid or anything i I wear my mask at shows generally um i've been and i've been doing shows this long and have not had a problem you know i stay current on my my vaccinations and my boosters. So, uh, you know, I, I, no, I, I, I take precautions and, you know, there's always a risk, but, but, uh, you know, I want, I want this to grow. I want to be successful as well. So, uh, we have, I, we have a friend Don Wynn who does a lot of conventions and he's an artist and he can, you know, do commissions and all that sort of stuff. As a writer, you're selling just you're just on your existing issues, right? I mean, you, yes. You can't whip up a memo for somebody or anything. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I'm insanely jealous of the art people that that go to a show and and make thousands of dollars. You know, it's it's. Uh, but yeah, I, I make my money five dollars at a time at a show. Are you actually? You don't have to get into. I know with the IRS, are you actually making money doing the shows? Or are you just breaking even? Or are you just doing it for the experience and the exposure? Or? Uh, usually, um, I make a little bit of money. Usually enough to cover, you know, this this place is nice because I I'm, I only live 20 minutes away. So this show I'll make money. But yeah, I'm I'm fine with covering my table fee and food and and lodging, which I can almost always do. So, um, but you know, it's 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 expanding that email list, getting my book into people's hands. That's the that's the primary goal. Okay. Um, I guess I'll just ask: Have you read Power Squared at all, or aware of it at all? Or I have not. No, okay. it hurts. A I, bit. It's funny. I, I don't think. Yeah, neither of us have heard of each other until we <laughs> did this show. <laughs> well, we'll uh, we could uh, switch. We could uh, um, you know exchange emails and join each other's email list if you want to do that. Yeah, I'd love to check it out. Definitely. Um. Okay, so we'll work on that. Um, so, you're also doing a Kickstarter while you're doing this, and as if that wasn't you weren't busy enough doing the convention. Tell us, tell us about the Kickstarter. Uh, the Kickstarter, I think I'm about eight days in now. It's been doing well. I'm 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 at seventy nine percent funded, so uh, it's it's been going really well. I've expanded my my cover, uh, my uh, alternate covers in this one. I'm. I'm uh, going with uh, Mog Park, Chris Enot, Anvu, uh, Topper Helmers, his original cover, and uh, Mr. Gunn, and uh, Ivan Tao. 
So um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying with a, trying to run with a, usually I'll go with only about three, three covers total, but I'm expanding a little bit on this run and seeing how that works. And honestly, it's, it's just a lot of fun working with all these different artists. Yeah. We've, uh, we've pretty much stuck with just the one cover because oh, it's expensive yeah. to put one of these things out. Um, so um, have you finished this book and, or is this, Kickstarter really funding the the making of it. The art is complete. Uh, the uh, colors are still being worked, and the lettering is still being worked. But uh, uh, yeah, pretty much as soon as the funding comes through, the book will be complete. Okay, because uh, I know I know it's expensive to put together a twenty page book. Yes. We do a twenty page book, and it's I know it's, <laughs> every page costs money. Uh, I'm sure in the same situation. Um, uh, so, what is your favorite reward on your Kickstarter? Ooh, um, well, I'd have to say, um, you know, Topper, my my artist, he's just a great guy. He's been doing, he'll do sketches, uh, eleven by seventeen uh, pencil sketches, and uh, uh, we put them up as uh, original art and I've sold a couple of those already and uh, so definitely uh, Topper's art uh, uh, he's got different levels he's got like we've got like a $120 level and a $350 level uh, the, the two $350 level pieces of art you know again they're they're unique they're only one they're one of a kind and they're they're beautiful and he's working on one more for me too so uh you know, I'm I'm thrilled to see his artwork. So that's definitely my my favorite. So how big are these pieces of art that he's doing? They'll be 11 by 17. Yeah, like a standard uh, 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 three ply board. Right. And is he doing this? Just he's already just doing the art, and someone's going to buy it, or is he? You say I want you to draw this. Oh no, he just comes up with them himself. Yeah. And is it are you paying him and then uh he gets a well you know um no no he just does them because he wants to i have i have over the years paid him paid him a substantial amount so so oh. i think this is kind of his way to pay me back a That's little nice. bit or or uh do me do me that favor yeah it is it yeah. is really nice he's a he's a great guy so we love our artists but she charges us for everything <laughs> uh, yeah i i know i i've got some other um you know some other uh original art up there too that i split with you know chrissy nut and, and some of the other artists as well you know and that's that's the you know that's the nature of the business okay so um who do you think is the ideal reader for Spectrus and Sabanian? Wow, the ideal reader. Um, the ideal reader enjoys a, uh, a bit of the macabre and the supernatural. Um, you know, like I said, the, uh, I'm a big Cullen Bunn fan. Uh, his dark arc was amazing. Uh, so if you dig, if you're kind of into the vampires, ghosts, ancient, ancient mythology, um, magic uh, you know and then there, then there's a bit of sword play and gun play in there too so uh, um, so yeah yeah so I again the probably maybe the Constantine crowd 
the uh, you know Midnight Suns kind of the, the the supernatural team type crowd would would really enjoy Spectrus and Sabanian. Okay, so how do you connect with your readers outside of the of doing cons? Uh, mostly via email. I have a an email roster that I that I I maintain. Um, but uh, really, the the face to face contact is is really my favorite. But uh, um, you know, my 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 fans have been great with my kickstarters, and and uh, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate their support. Um, but yeah, primarily via email and well, and social media. I have Instagram and 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 Facebook as well. Okay, so that's one of the questions: is how would if somebody wants to. Uh find out more about you how would they get hold of you or follow you or whatever they can follow me on instagram as kurt zauer z-a-u-e-r and that's at k-u-r-t and same thing on facebook okay and you have i have a twitter i have a twitter but i don't i don't tweet so <laughs> you also have a website Yes, KG Comics, yes. C-A-G-E-Y Comics, yeah. How'd you come up with that name? Um, that's kind of a secret. Okay. All right. Well, we're, here, we're here to reveal all. <laughs> that's right, because I'm KG. I don't, I don't want to spill things too I much. See, I see. So you'd have to kill us if you told us. Right. And you probably know how to since you're in the National Guard. All right. Well, and if anyone who happens to be watching this wants to see Anime Midwest, where would they find you? I'm at table N9. All right. All right. Well, uh, appreciate you being on the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I, uh, I, I really appreciate, um, you know, people doing this, uh, providing exposure for creators and uh, uh, taking the time to talk with me. I, I'm, I'm very thankful. Thank you. Well, it's, it was, it's nice to meet you, and again, we'll exchange uh, email lists. Yeah. Alright, so until next time, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. And you've been on the air with Power Squared. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Uh -huh.